Welcome to the best 45 minutes of your week. It's the first day of spring and like Mother Nature scripted the day itself, it is just a lovely 20 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, gentlemen. Finals footy. I know it's a bit rough for everyone, or at least everyone on the eastern seaboard, but we say it every week for the 45 minutes. There's no COVID, there's no quarantine, there's no vaccines. Well, there should be vaccines, but there is nothing but joy. <laughs> Gentlemen, there's joy welcome. here, um, because you just told us off air that you're uh, just getting ready for triathlon season. It is. Yes. You've been working hard. I don't understand so why that's such a laugh. Well, come on, mate. Come on. We're professional, ex-professional athletes, and 10Ks, what's your best? What are you doing at the moment? I had a new PB this week, 50-23. You can look at it on Strava. To, I don't know how to believe you. Like some, well, some, well, get it up on Strava, like you know. We did a 19-minute run not that long you ago. You can't pull one And run. you were 500 metres behind me, and I'm not a good runner. You but cannot mate, pull. The, whole, the thing that we laughed at the most there was when he just, the throwaway line that it was tri-season, like you do triathlons every year. <laughs> I do. Oh, come on. I did, well, I did, no, I did one last season, and I said this is going to be my new well, sport because I'm finishing footy. One triathlon sort yeah, no, of season, but, mate. But, that, but now I've signed up for the whole season. I'm doing a half Ironman next year because I need – I'm a competitive beast. You're a beast, are you? I'm a competitive beast. I need to be training for something, and I've identified triathlons as, as my next sport for the next the 15, half, 20 years. The, the big yeah, that's, that's the goal. Gee, good Because luck. if I don't have something to uh, – those of us, and there's, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there that are built similar – to me, mm. if you don't exercise and you get your diet a little bit wrong, things go pear-shaped very, very quickly. <laughs> they do. In hey, terms of my torso. We're going to talk about the NFTs a bit later, but did you see you made the sun, uh, the Sunday footy show on Sunday? The NFT chat from last week where you were laughing at what I was buying? No, I didn't see it. And TJ turned to me and goes, gee, that Hummer's not a he's, – he's different. Is there anything wrong with him? Oh, said, yeah. yeah, no, he did. <laughs> he did. He asked if there was something wrong well, with him. Well, he's had a big week, Hum. We'll get into it later on, but he's, he's had a very big week. Hey, I have. Well, let's have a wrap-up of the finals before we dive into the sh- – now, any surprises that came from last week, I think? Yeah, one, I reckon. I, I'd – I thought Sydney would win. I know they had uh, Josh Kennedy out and Callum Mills, but I just still thought they'd get the job done over their, their season's work. But I think Melbourne was super impressive. I mean, they, they look clear favourites to me now. And, and Port Adelaide, look, I think Port and Melbourne, Brownie, from what you saw on the weekend, I'd be surprised if they don't go through. Yeah, I was really keen to see how the Bulldogs played on Sunday because they've been probably the best two teams in it all year. Yeah. Their last three weeks have been pretty ordinary and they were really good. They yeah. were really good. They, they, they're going to go up to Brisbane and hopefully, it's a good night. It's a dry night because Aaron Norton, the way he jumped at the oh. footy, how quickly they move the football with no McStay. They're just a little bit unsettled if they can hold Charlie Cameron. I don't believe they've got a great matchup for Charlie Cameron. They they handled Jake Stringer fine last week. I think they can almost beat the Brisbane Lions. It's going to be a, a cracking final. Yeah. I still think the Dogs are an outside chance. I'm not going to put a line through the Cats just because yeah. I think they've got some champions in Dangerfield and Selwood and Hawkins, but. I would have thought they're my last pick at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Look, I think the Cats will get through. They'll get past the Giants this week. Obviously, we'll talk about Toby Green in a minute, but that could cost the Giants. They may have won with him. Zach Tui comes back, a bit of run out of defence. So I think the Cats will win. And I'm with you. I think the Dogs can beat Brisbane. Their forward line all of a sudden looked ordinary last week. If they're not marking the ball in there, Danaher, Mm. McStay out, Fullerton, just couldn't get near it down there as the other tall once McStay went off. So I think the dogs will get through. Alex Keith will be massive again. I yeah. said last week about Peter Wright. Did not have a kick, Peter Didn't Wright, when it. Alex Keith went to him last week. The other thing that I found strange this week, talking about Sydney's loss and Luke Parker, an amazing player, has only been offered 500000 
a season well, they've for got two issues. years. They've got issues. For two years. Yeah, they might have issues, but this is a guy who is a gun at 28 years of age. Now, there are guys in the AFL played $700,000, $900,000 dollars a year. There are not half, the, not yeah. even a quarter of the player that Luke Parker is. I can't believe that. If I'm another club, if I'm Carlton who need another midfielder, I'd be going after Luke Parker. He is every bit a $750,000, $800,000 a year player. Oh, he is. And, but I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep everyone, and if mm. they pay Parker that much, they're going to lose other players. So, look, they're a good culture, Sydney. They're a good club and they don't yeah. pay too much normally. I know. Frankly, okay, so you're 28 years of age, right? You're yeah. Luke Parker. You've just lived and breathed and died for that footy club. And they offer you $500,000 a year for two years because they're obviously playing some players a lot of money. If you can't squeeze Luke Parker above $500,000, there's obviously some mistakes made somewhere yeah. because well, that- they don't have a heap of superstars. So uh, they're not like Geelong. Geelong have been able to fit a lot of superstars into the one side. How could you not, at 28 years of age, go and get 800 when you're being offered 500 well, to, to, I guess, just go off into the sunset as a 33, 34-year-old? Because over five years, extra three, it's like one and a half million to set the rest of your life up. I can't understand how 500 is the base for Luke Parker. Yeah, it's it's not enough, but it, that, that'll give the opportunity to another club now. And Carlton would be the perfect fit. He might just want to be a one... Club player, but he does not everyone is driven by cash like oh, you, Brownie, that just turned on his does childhood cash, club. I, I, be, I, I bet he doesn't go. I bet he stays. And I reckon they'll find a bit more for oh, him. Oh, well, I bet you he won't stay at 500. Oh, okay. oh, so yeah. If they get to six, 650, yeah. maybe. But That's what I'm saying. They'll he's not fi- staying at 500. They won't let him go. They'll find a little bit Your tips more. for this week, Geelong versus GWS. Who Geelong. That? Geelong. Um, I still think it's a 50-50 game. Oh, I will not be surprised one, if the Giants beat them. The now, they beat them down there a couple of weeks ago. They did have Toby Green in that side who kicked four goals, but the Cats aren't playing great footy at the moment. And they look – their ageing stars at the moment aren't getting the job done. And I just love the way the Giants have galvanised this year. And I think Toby Green being out, they're all going to get together again. Leon Cameron's coached unbelievably well this year. I know you've called for his head a couple of times. but <laughs> just make, him t- make him tip a team. I'm going to tip the Giants right. because I think this Whoa. is going to galvanise them. And I think they can go again. That's Brisbane – well, the second game, Brisbane. Oh, I doggies. think the dogs. I'm going to tip I'm the dogs. Oh, Brizzy out in the straighties. Yep. Well, we speak of Toby Green because it was probably the biggest final story that we've had in some time. He uh, he made contact with an umpire. It's still up to debate. Did he mean it was well, intentional? Was it not intentional? But regardless of the outcome, his season is done and perhaps a few weeks yeah. into next year if the AFL get their I way. I mean, the first time you saw it, you went, gee, What's happened here? Like I, I, mem- I saw it at Saturday night at about five thirty before we did the Saturday night footy, and the, f- the first instinct was, "Oh, what's he done here? You can't touch an umpire." But then, you know, as the as it moved on, and we saw some videos put up on online, yep. and one of them by Brenton Speed put it, and it slowed down, and you thought, "Did did they both pivot?" And then you started to convince yourself that he that he didn't touch him, <laughs> but. Clearly he did. Well, well, I was convinced because I put this up on Twitter. <laughs> I called it an optical illusion because I used Bretton Speed's uh, footage and it there. Did look and like I it, said, huh? this is all an optical illusion. Stevick's left hip begins to rotate before the contact. No reaction from either party after the alleged contact. Well, well. The analysis. I, will, I will buy every follower a farm if he gets suspended. That's a lot of farms. It is a lot of farms. <laughs> well, it, well, it's not a lot, but it, it turned out to be – I actually picked up about 150 followers out of it. <laughs> 
people were keen to get a farm. So people were asking you where the where the farm is. How do they? Get I'm it? getting absolutely. Uh, so well, then I put this up because then Channel Seven absolutely threw me over hot coals. They released this and other footage. And Hummer, they did it beautifully. They waited until about two thirty in the afternoon, so everyone had had all day to look at the other footage. So I, I, I put this out. I said, please refrain from any farm requests until we can verify the legitimacy of the latest angle. Whispers are it could be a fake. More to come. <laughs> and I just, I was just more excited that our man was going viral, Nate. Yeah. I was going. So I've gone viral a couple of times <laughs> this week. Uh, and then, of course, it, it turns out that um, that he, he was suspended. So I put this out to everyone I promised to farm should Toby Green get suspended. Turns out I'm broke and can't honour a single bet. I made bets my ass couldn't check. I'm this sorry. A man who works for a, a betting company. I <laughs> know. Oh, but you know what I thought, Hum? I was trying to think of ways to help you out here because you, you owed a lot of people a lot of farms. Farms. And I thought, do we know anyone that's got a bit of land up for grabs? So <laughs> Laguna. Maybe Laguna. Maybe Laguna. Hey, it's not going to cover it, I don't think. It's not worth <laughs> enough to cover that. No, what if you gave him Laguna and then to appease the masses because I'm getting absolutely bashed on Maybe we can subdivide no. Laguna up Could into 100 Could you give me Laguna Absolutely and I will, I will give Laguna to one <laughs> of my lucky It's not worth problems. anything, mate. It's yeah. actually not worth anything well, at the moment. just give it to me then. It's like a mud flat. There's nothing right. there. You know what would be a touching – and this I'm serious here. If you gave me Laguna – why would I give you Laguna? Well, you've got enough. I've got nothing. Just give me Laguna. Why don't we raffle Laguna off for a charity next year? Yeah, that'd be a great idea. <laughs> Do this it. Whole, this whole chat started at Toby Green, yeah. and I think three weeks, I know they're asking for more, but you just can't touch an umpire. No. Um, and Matt Stevick was put in a hard position because he wants to protect players, he wants to protect the game, but he also he wants to protect well, umpires. He, yeah. he spoke really well. Um, and it just the, – the whole thing was it filters down to under 18, under 16, under 14, under 12, and was the right decision made? Does he deserve more? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not an expert at that, yeah. but I thought three weeks sounded okay. Yeah, look, I think I think what we've learned out of this is is that Toby now has to change his ways. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, and including myself, and I got it wrong, I tried to look after him. I tried to... Well, I lots tr- of people I tried him. to find a way because I just couldn't believe that a player would intentionally Scotty bump Scotty Pendlebury went hard. I know. I just couldn't, and in my own mind, I was clouded, you know, but... In the end, it was clear that he bumped into him and you can't touch umpires. What happened? So he he's not a complete idiot. What What is going through his head? Is he, I mean, you he just probably, didn't think. you're he a man that got a lot of had a brain favour. I think he was just having a heated discussion and then he he, he just wasn't thinking clearly. But he's got to, he's now got to go away because it's let his team down. They, they, they could possibly beat yeah. Geelong, as you said, but they are a good chance if he played. They're talking about him being the next captain. So you'd have to sit there as a, as a coach or as a, a football board and say, well, is that the person? That, that has to be squashed. I think what, what comes out of this, a lot of people want Toby to go well. We love watching him play. And it's clear because a lot of people come out and support him, but he's he's just got to get it out yep. of his game now. It's almost gone full circle. A lot of people didn't like him at the start, so there was a lot of angst about Toby Green, the way he played, the way he went about it. Then he won people over with his football. Yeah, the fact that every teammate loved him. All you heard about from the Giants was that we love Toby Green. Just this last incident, I think people have gone, yeah. you know, let's just take a step back at the moment from Toby Green. He now needs to let his actions and his football, more importantly, do the talking yeah. next year. No, I agree. He's got to, he's got to fix it up. Is there, is there a line put through him as, the, as a captain of any no. club now? No, no, I don't think so. No. No. Pretty forgiving industry in the, at the end of well, the day. Well, that's true. There's, there's plenty, uh, especially working in the media, that, that have shown that. Hey, uh, let's dive into a league 
Much more important than the AFL. I speak to the Northwest Football Association down in Tassie. So what was it? Prelim final week. It was prelim final weekend. Now it was. If we get the scores up on the screen, now Sheffield shocked the nation yeah. when they when they when they got through to the prelim. They were up against Morton uh, Morton Preston, who got pantsed in the first qualifying final. But it looks like Sheffield left it all out on the field the week before. They came out. 7-8-50, Morton Preston, 21-20, which sets up the grand final that was predicted yeah. from round one, fourth versus Morton Preston. Yeah, that, and that's the grand final that was going to occur all year. We know that. Sheffield, that was a massive upset last week. Incredible. And we, were, we were just talking. Obviously, Nate, we're, we're in lockdown here and it looks like we're going to be for a fair bit longer. How good would it be? to be at the grand final this week down there, 4th and Mott and Preston. Oh, a little you know. cold beer, yep. a sausage and bread, and then back to the 4th pub to oh. celebrate after the game. Next I would year love we're to getting be there. down there. Have they got some sort of celebration at the start? If we can get that graphic just up again from last week's game. So one was the preliminary final, was it? Is that what yep. we're talking about? So that started at 2 o'clock. So then for the grand final, I wonder why they've. It's, a, it's only a small thing, but it's a two fifteen. Is there some sort of ceremony? They have some formalities. Yeah, formalities. Yeah, they'd have some formalities. It seems strange to go from two o'clock, which most country games are started at, and to two. Well, what it is, it will be the uh, medal presentation from the reserves the twos, beforehand. Yeah. It's interesting like to see that answers. game. I like to you know, see where the granny's been. Yeah, old Alveston. Alveston, Nate. Yours. East, west, north. It's, it's a good little Alveston ground there. Ground. It's right on the water, the caravan park just behind the goals at Bass Straight End. It's a good ground. Hey, let's dive into what has now become a famous segment of the show. I'm, not, I'm tipping we'll go through to next year. Extra, extra, read all about it. For those listening for the first time, I'm going to read out a headline that's popped up in the media this week. The gentleman will need to, will need to say who um, said it and what it is about. Where it was said. And where it was said. Right throw, huh? Yeah, he's butchered that again. <laughs> <laughs> You've only been doing this for about two months, this segment. <laughs> all right. I think they still are on the way down. It's going to get worse before it gets better. It's not an overly enticing list to look at at the moment. Still on the way down. Mm. Okay. I think they're talking about Collingwood, maybe. I would agree with that. I think it's Collingwood. I can't see who else. Kane Corns? It couldn't be Hawthorne. You can't just throw Kane Corns out. It couldn't be Hawthorne. It couldn't be Adelaide. It couldn't be North Melbourne. It couldn't be Carlton because their list, yeah, I think it is Collingwood. And I'm going to say that uh, Lordo said it, Matthew Lloyd. You are both correct with Collingwood, but it was Lee Montagna on the current state of Collingwood. They get uh, they get Nick Dacos, mm. though. That's true. Well, they've got to be, give up the entire club. They've almost got to they better give up a bit, yeah. They've got to sell the, uh, the Holden Centre to get him. Uh, okay. He had some personal issues. He fought through that. GWS giving him that chance and he repaid repaid them in well, one game. Yes, Welcome back. Uh, that is Jesse, Jesse Hogan and that is our uh, our man Wayne Carey. And I think he said it on Triple M. You know the duck, it is the duck. That is and the trifecta, did, not only. Did say it on, Look at that. On, uh, on Sunday. But did you know that when he was at Melbourne, Jesse Hogan, right, so they got. Duck was his mentor, wasn't well, he? Well, he was. Yeah. Melbourne got him to speak to Duck. So he went and had a coffee with, um, with this Wayne. Is funny, yeah. And having a coffee <laughs> and Duck's talking about footy and um, all this sort of stuff. The whole time, Jesse Hogan had no idea who this guy was. What? He went back to Melbourne, said to Goody, he goes, How did the chat go? Um, 
uh, and Ruzi at the time, uh, how did the chat go? He goes, yeah, he goes, he knows a lot about footy, that guy, doesn't he? Didn't know who it was. Didn't know oh who he was. Oh, my God. He sat there Jeez, and had a coffee with Wayne Carey <laughs> and he got back to Melbourne and <laughs> had was, no idea. How could filthy. you not know who he is if you've been know. playing footy? Mate, there are some kids that play footy but don't follow it, strangely enough. It Weird. does happen. There are emotional stories every year. This will be one of them. His influence over the group won't be undersold. I wouldn't be surprised if he got up with the players as they accepted their premiership medals if they do win. That'll be Nathan Jones that we're talking about. Um, David King? I'm going to say Gary Lyon on SEN Breakfast. It is Kane Corns on Nathan Jones. Why we got Cornsy every single week? Well, he throws out he, enough. We get, he, it's very hard. Two hundred eighty-six quotes a week, right? <laughs> and the next best is five. So you know, it's just a way to numbers. How many Cornsy. times a week would Cornsy get quoted, like on one of the, on the, like a social media oh, news site? Daily, daily, daily. Our expectation, based on the list that we have, is we are looking to make finals in twenty twenty-two. Luke Sayers, and that is in the press conference. Yeah, that is correct. That, that is, is correct. That is correct. the Carlton president, Luke Says, at their press conference. Uh, they're not going too well, the old You know, Luke Carlton. would have been flat last week when the greatest of all time, Lee Matthews, was commenting on the whole Carlton situation and he said, I don't know who's running that club, but whoever it is doesn't know how to run a football club. He wouldn't even mention Luke Says' name. <laughs> He would have been filthy, Luke. All right, last one. He's a gun. I knew he was a gun before I got to the club, but I think you have more appreciation playing with someone like him every week. It's uh, it's Ben Brown. It's Bailey about Fritch. Bailey Fritch. Yeah. Yeah, geez, you guys, that was good, a good this week, week mate. Mm. We've had a good week. You have had a good week. Admittedly, that one was on the Sunday Footy Show, which <laughs> you were sitting on there, probably asking the question. All right, that does us for this week. As we go across to a story that. Truly captivated is, the nation. We have never had non-fungible so feedback on a. And you know what, Hum? It just it still staggers me that people are paying money for these things. It's now. still. You know what the hardest thing is, is to explain what an NFT is. So if I went to explain what an NFT is, people look at me and are just perplexed. It's just digital. My well, wife. I even tried to show her the koala that I bought, the koala intelligence agency, and she couldn't believe. It. She said, "What the hell would you buy that for?" And then I said, well, "I made a profit," well, and she said, "Well." Can you get you me know a new why ski you jacket? Before you give us your new tips, you know why you wouldn't pay for it, huh? Because I can go into our little chat here on our uh, podcast here and I can actually just get up the photos. That's of things that, that is the question so that I can't. I'll go back but to, you can't sell that. I'll go back to why last not? week. I can go there's Hummers. There's uh, Brownies. We, we've got them There it is. There's Brown, They're going to be there's, on the screen. There, I know, but I'm just saying, right? You've paid for this, right there. Yeah, but Richo's got. I've got it on my phone. So I didn't pay for it. I've got it on my phone. But you haven't. We've all got it on our phone. You haven't got a blockchain address that you can sell that from, well, so it doesn't link up to anything. Doesn't matter. I'll just, uh, I'll just <laughs> screenshot it and send it to someone. It's not going to work. See, you're a stupid man well, sometimes. Then explain with mate, if I go and buy the Mona Lisa, right? I yeah. can hang it on the wall and it's mine, yep. right? It yep. is mine. I've got it there, and I can look at it. I can't it just. You can screenshot it, but you still don't have it hanging it's on your wall. It's a problem with you, Matthew. You're not moving forward into the future. You're yes, still, I'm still stuck it. in no, the that's past. That's incorrect. I'm a big you crypto fan. You are stuck fan. in the past. I'm investing Even in with crypto. AFL rules, you wouldn't go with me on the bonus right, point Right, let's later. have a look what you've got. Okay, go so we had the gutter cat gang. This is what it started at last week. So that was the first one. <laughs> this- <laughs> <laughs> 22 then, grand. Then we move on the to the ones I bought this week. So this is the Rebel Kid Haunted House, which hasn't gone as well as what I would have liked. It's, it's about... it's. What I bought what it for. So the hell? It's been a bit disappointing, that one. Yeah, but you've only had it a week. But this next one is the Koala Intelligence Agency. So <laughs> my man, 
Adrian Pante told me that you need to get onto these koalas. He said they're still at uh, around the, the floor level. So the, the, the ETH floor is how much they're worth, the, the base, and it was about 0.05. It ended up getting up to 1.2 ETH. The floor. So that was Nate, a good one. This is the, the problem I reckon I've got ETH, with these geez, things. I've right? just got one more. Right, what is show us you one what, what, what is ETH? Ethereum. He, he so, goes oh, all, my God. You're he goes shorten, the, yeah, he's shortening ETH. things. Oh, you, are, you have lost the plot. And then this is the ETH. last one I bought this week. This is called the Bullseum. Oh, so geez. obviously it's a... Now, that one is pretty cool. But like, around the, the name yeah. museum. This is a Bullseum. And I bought this for 0.05 of an Ethereum, if you want to go the full. And at the moment, I can get it. Uh, I can sell it for 0.35 right. Ethereum. So That's basically lost. it's gone up seven times, 0.05 this is, to 0.35. Oh, this is the thing that yeah, worries so me. Up seven about these things, they go up and down so quickly, right? But I just, just don't understand. Okay, this is. Uh, uh, we should p- get an NFT expert on to explain. Let it. me paint a picture. You two jump in and you don't understand. Okay. Well, I still just don't understand why you're paying fifteen hundred bucks okay. for something I could have my phone Nate, for free. I, I, before we finish because the year, you can't sell it. Nate, why don't you get your mate to ring in, who why obviously probably knows a little bit more. He might explain it to me and Hum mm. a little bit better. I just want to know the value in having that on me. <laughs> All right, That's let me just. Ask one question because okay. I think this is going to I think it's this, a pyramid this will scheme. just show how much of a fraud this whole thing is. <laughs> was there a picture called Invisible Rocks that was just a white screen that was being sold? Yeah, people are buying Invisible Rocks. <laughs> That's when you start to think, you know, have we gone too far in this world? But there's money to be made, so get it okay. on the bottom level. I'm Matthew. with you, Nate. I'm, I like cryptocurrency, and while people are prepared to pay for them. And you can make a profit, then yeah. NFTs yeah, is some the poor fastest. Like Hummer, let watch me get one of these as the absolute <laughs> assholes out of it. I've just paid fifteen hundred bucks for a picture I could add for free that this no is, one wants. This is how people make money off people like you. So this is why we want you to come into the system. So well, it's a, it's we a don't scam. collect your money. It's a scam. Then this is what's not a pyramid. What was that? NFTs have been around for a long time. What you was just that don't vitamin understand company? It. The, Herbalife. Herbalife. This is just Herbalife. This is a digital version still of going. Herbalife. <laughs> that, that aeroplane scheme where you had to get up to Captain years ago yeah. in the mid-90s. We've all been in one of them. You'd, you'd go to someone's house that you'd never met yeah. and they'd put on a little bit of cheese and bickies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd watch someone else walk out M-Y. of the house you with your All I say with the NFT space is do your research, right? Read about it, understand it. If you want to have a crack at it, do it. But clearly you don't want to do your no. research because... No, I will. I have done my research. I, there is some value in some Rans- not all of them. When Visa, Visa, the company, Visa oh, card, this is, this is a massive this company. Crap. When I they're buying the NFTs, that, does that give it any legitimacy? They're, they're testing the water with them. They did say that. Just on that uh, where you used to go to the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to a party in Box Hill, right, and I rolled up with my 500 that you had to bring. <laughs> I walked in and there's about, you know, 20 other people there with their 500. We all put our 500 down and one bloke walked out with it and I thought, that's going to be me in a few weeks. (laughs) Nah, didn't happen. (laughs) There's a lot of footy players. There's a lot of those going around. I remember going on, the duck was there, I reckon. Big Corey McKernan was one of these things. This is back in the late 90s and they'd never worked out well. Someone walked out with your coin. (laughs) I reckon rinsing AFL players for cash would be one of the easiest jobs <laughs> in the world. <laughs> hey, as it always happens, and thankfully for Richo, this is your last time you have to put up with it because you were stepping down I'm from the All-Australian Committee. Done. Actually, and I think- just, sorry, before we, we went to one and we're buying goji berries. <laughs> <laughs> Kane Johnson got us to buy goji berry juice. Oh, that was- <laughs> In a pyramid. Uh, this was our own teammate making money <laughs> off his own teammates. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, 
I oh, actually sure. think the NFTs is a better idea <laughs> than it's that. It's a safe bet. All right, Richo. All, right. all Australian time. Uh, it's your last time you do it. You're stepping down because tough job. You, uh, it is a tough job. It's a thankless job. And you don't get paid. You don't get we paid. Don't get you, you've had one dinner from Gil in five years of doing it. And the reason why it's such a tough job is because blokes like David King, now David King is a, is a good friend of the brand. He, we love him on us yeah. and Fox Footy. But, geez, he had you in his sights this week and oh, he went whooshka. He did. Well, he didn't like this, the non-selection of Jake Stringer. And fair enough, a lot of people didn't. But, unfortunately, he didn't make it and he was stiff. So he he mentioned that. And I just wanted him to be happy with Alira Lear or Bailey Dale making it for the first time or Daniel Rich. But... I just I did get a little bit sensitive, so I asked Kingy and I said, You should put your hand up next year, Kingy. And then I asked him what selections he did like. And then he pointed out there was some stiff midfielders, blah, blah, blah. I then asked him to tell me who would be out of the team. And this is what he came back with, a handwritten team. But the thing he did do is he made it easy for himself, Nate, because he had about four or five asterisks there with all of the selection uh, yeah. criteria. So he yep. wasn't following the selection criteria that we had to follow. Mm. And uh, so he had, you know who he didn't have making the team there? No Darcy Parrish, no Zach Merritt. There's some pretty stiff players that missed out. Mm. How did how did Twitter take the um... – oh, well, here you go, because you had the final say, because you said to him at the end – uh, Well, I just said after he came back with his team, I said a good team working under a criteria you've set for yourself. Some very stiff players in the AA team, as there are in yours. So out of the AA team, he had McRae out. Merritt out, Alir Alir out, took Miller out, who had 18 games, 30. Oh, yeah. Darcy Parrish out, and he had top Pap, Tom Papley out. And in, in he bought Seedsman, Zorko, McCluggage, Stringer, Wiedering, and Daniel. So I think the lock there is Miller and Parrish. I don't think you can take them out of the side. Yeah, the well, other ones uh, the other ones are certainly yeah. – I, I don't think I would have had Papley, and I didn't have Papley yeah. in my team. I had Stringer in, and I, I agreed with David King. It Was it the biggest mistake of all time? I don't think so. It's just a, yeah. it's an over, not an oversight. It's just one player or uh, people's opinions uh, compared to, to David. Yeah. So. so then he came back and came said, back. Well, of course I am. You told me to do my own team. And then Richo, just to finish the conversation, goes, point was it's a bit easier when you're working to the criteria. But it actually went on again. Nah, but then David put this up and he said, deep down I can't believe the irony that Matt Richo is debating the importance of a wing role when he nearly won a Brownlow with the 20-odd games he played there. Good fun all, enjoy the finals. Well, I actually I was never debating the importance of a wing role. I was just asking who was <laughs> in and out. And Richo's just gone, this Weird. may actually have sabotaged little, your own But argument. then I thought a little bit harder. I thought... Well, maybe the wing's not that hard to play, David, if you can go up there as a 34-year-old and, and actually get a kick. Have you and David exchanged... Is it fair to say that you and David have never really got along unbelievably well? No, we, we worked on um, 3RW together years okay. ago. Okay. How was the relationship? No, it was good. Have you and David exchanged a DM or a text no, message? No, DMs. It was anywhere all Anywhere afterwards. So no, there's been no... So next time you run into him, do you think it might be a little bit icy? No, I don't think so. There's just two all... bulls going at it in the paddock, wasn't it, I think it, it was hey? just two gentlemen trying to get their opinions across, Hummer. <laughs> who did you, who won, by the way? Because you were following it. I was following it. Twitter certainly was on your side. There was yeah. a few... I mean, you're never going to get 100% of the, the, the Twitter no, no. the Twitter sphere, but I, I think you won That's a good debate. on a points decision. That's a good debate. Hey, we like to talk about food on this podcast, Richo. Yeah. And uh, I uh, noticed an article last week where it was the best uh, burger in Melbourne has been awarded, okay? And look at this one here. 
It's a, if it, people so this is down see. at Easy's, which is in Collingwood, yep. a very famous uh, burger restaurant it's here. A, is that a dimmy in there? Yeah, so this has been yep. awarded Victoria's Best Burger by a world professional eater, and that's what uh, pricked my ears up. There's actually guys out there, Brownie, mm. that are ranked, well-ranked, world professional eaters, <laughs> and this burger's got a potato where's cake the, where's in the it. Where's the meat? Yeah, it's got a hamburger, but right. it's got a potato cake in there. It's got a dim sim. It's got find bacon, cheese. So I've put out the challenge, Hum. That I'm going to go get it. You're going to go to I Easy's I need to work Collingwood. out a way because maybe our restrictions will be relaxed. But it's if not you can go more than your five k's, I want you to go and get one. So where is it? It's in Collingwood. It's the it's a famous burger place. It's got the uh, the trains, the yeah. old combing, the old um, Hitachi. <laughs> Have I just had a stroke? I've just had a stroke. I get so excited talking about trains, I can't get the words so out. I want, you to go there. I want you to go there and actually judge the burger. I will. I'm not a dim sim man, though. Right. Oh, Brad. No. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, oh, is that like, is he going to fall over? No, I get so excited talking about trains, I can't oh, get my words good. out. Hitachi, yeah. they were the old um, the old carriages. No, I will have a crack. That that um, guy, he's on Instagram, the guy that awarded it, Hulk Smash Food. Now, if you want to be, he's a professional eater. I'm told he earns nearly half a bar a year. How did he become a professional eater? I don't know, eater? but he's world ranked. Well, he's number seven or eight. Is it all about the followers? On your Instagram. Well, that's yeah, because they go out, they get paid to go out. They and go do to the, comps, though, don't comps. they? Mate, you should yeah. watch his some of the like he does. I went and did a Palmer challenge down at um, that German place down yeah. in South Hofbrauhaus, whatever it's called. Seven Palmers, two sides. Yeah, I had an hour to do it. I I, I got through three quarters, but I'm a very good eater. Uh, he did it in like three minutes. Are you like, serious? Yeah, they are just they're so they're athletes. He they can eat a lot, right? But does that make him a good judge of food? I mean, well, I guess that's that's probably debatable. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't even taste it. Eating, eating fast and appreciating the food, they're two different things. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I guess, I guess he's not a food critic, but I guess they probably just had him down for some competition. I'd imagine a man that can eat that fast enjoys a burger with a dim sim and a potato cake in it. Yeah. Some people might See, go. See, I, I wouldn't I, – I'll tell you right now, I would not, I'm not going to like that burger. Well, I'd want, go and get one and give us a review. Oh, I don't like dim sims, though. So, I mean, I, what I, do you I mean? I don't I've like never, dim sims. I've never met a person who doesn't like dim sims. That surprised me. Actually. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I, There's not one Australian I'm a, apart I'm a, from you I'm a that strange, doesn't like dim sims. I'm a strange. Fried I'm or steamed? Fussy. Can you have a steamed one? No, nah, I don't really like them at all. That's it, strange. It, the smell puts me off. That's very strange. And so, yeah, I've, to be honest, I've had one bite of a dim sim. I didn't sim. think you'd get any stranger, but you have today. I've had one bite of a dim sim once in my life. I think you that's, need to try them again. Yeah. Now. That's fact. See, but I like dumplings, and I'm told dumplings and dim sims are pretty similar. It's weird. That's very weird. Hey, Richard, last week you teased uh, because we know that Brownie, back yeah. in his day, he was the he was the tortured soul. He, he was, was the poet. He had well, a you... journal. He'd sit in a bathtub writing poems. He did write poems, and he was famously photographed in a bath with a flannelette shirt, ripped jeans, Kirk Cobain T-shirt, mm. writing poetry. So yeah. I've been listening to heaps yeah. of music. You know, when I yeah. go for my walk, I saw every that day. you put it. You put it. What what album did you put up on your Instagram? Uh, that was at the drive-in, yeah. yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of old CDs. I've got my old CDs out, set up the record play, get the girls out the back there enjoying the music. But I've been uh, listening to some Nirvana and I just haven't been able to quite get some of the lyrics. So I thought we'd get our man here, the footballer's poet, <laughs> to just go through the lyrics. And this week... And decipher them. Decipher. Decipher mm. the lyrics, give us a bit of meaning behind them. And we've gone with Lithium from Nirvana this yeah. week, mate. All right. So how'd you go? Well, I did well, Matthew, because um, I don't know whether we have the lyrics to come up, but the first line is, I'm so happy because today I found my friends. Yeah. They're in my head, which means that he's got a lot of self-loathing right. at the moment. Oh. Doesn't feel like he's got a lot of friends, but... 
the friends that he does have are in his, are in his own head, mind. Are oh. in his own mind. So, makes so him happy. doesn't have any friends, right. which oh. makes him happy, right? Because he's got friends in his head but not on the outside so world. So Kurt Cobain didn't have any friends. That's it. That's, yeah. I'm so Surprising. ugly, that's okay, so are you. So he thinks he's ugly but everybody else is ugly as well. So he sees the world from oh, a very, geez, you really, very dark place. You really place. cracked the code there. The very, very dark place. <laughs> so broke our mirrors, Sunday morning is every day for all I care. Okay, so broke our mirrors. Now, he's still talking about how ugly he is. So he feels like he's that ugly. He's breaking mirrors every Jeez, time he looks at the he's mirror. He's not feeling good about himself. No, not feeling very good about himself at all. Sunday morning every day, for all I care, is you don't have to get up on a Sunday, okay? So he's flat. Ah, oh, that's good. He doesn't have to get I'll, up I'll on a Sunday. So every day for all he cares is a Sunday morning. He can lay in bed and do nothing because he doesn't want to face the world because yeah. he's got no friends, obviously, yeah. there in his head. Yeah. And then he said, I'm not scared, light my candles in a day. So this is when he gets up and he has some sort of help to get him through the day. It might be. Um, oh, like a pharmaceutical help. Something like that. Or a whiskey. So he's like, in a day. <laughs> and then, because I found God. So obviously in his head, he thinks he's a God. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's the, the God. God. Yeah, he's the God. Good. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a. I'll give you a pass, Mark. Mm. Uh, one of the lines where you literally just repeated what the <laughs> lyric was. The second line he didn't quite get. I'll find something else. Yeah, well, I, might... I think it's... That was all yeah, right. Yeah, that's not too bad. Hey, we always discuss because we've got one man from the blue corner at Triple M against the other man in the red corner from yeah. 3AW. Old writings, versus yeah. FM versus AM, old versus young. The latest book has just come out. And, Richo, I'm sorry to say... What happened? Brownie's touched you up. Well, touched who up? 3 W. Well, no. Friday night, let's have a look at it. Friday this night. is don't, survey don't, five. I just quickly, yes. don't break it down into little categories. Well, okay, so so I think we have that, to. See that little thing where it says 10 plus up the top there, yeah. Matthew? Yeah. That's all people. Would you agree with that? Okay, so for those listening, yeah, we've so the Friday huddle and the Friday night call has just had a massive result. Yeah. I don't work on a Saturday, so it doesn't really concern me what happened on a Saturday. <laughs> and then on a Sunday, we're actually even for the, uh, so for me the and, moment we do. So that's we compete with each other on a Sunday, so we're actually dead even. Dead even. So ABC beat us. Yeah. So we're both losers. But on a Friday night. I don't work. I tell you what. That's a big. That's a big jump. Who that's won massive. overall though? When you you cut all the figures up and you put them in one bowl. A W did. Okay, we won Fred. again. Then. Yeah, beautiful. That's two in a row. But nobody rated more than <laughs> the Friday Huddle. That's a good show. Yeah. It is a good show. All right, Richo, what's doing your head in this week? And it's doing my f***ing head in. You know what does do my head in, Nate? I don't know how they work out those ratings. Do you? Neither do I. No, we don't. We've got no idea. It's the most prehistoric. And let's be like, honest, I, in lockdown, nobody's listening at all. Oh, exactly. They're at home. Exactly. Yeah, I'll tell you what's doing my head in, Hum, and a, a lot of tiny little things are doing our heads in at the moment, aren't they? We're all a little bit yep. we're all a little bit on edge because yeah. of the situation we're finding ourselves in. Now, I've been uh, watching the daily presses most days, as is most people, because there's not much else to do and you're sitting at home at 11 o'clock every day, and we're trying to get the vaccination rate up. We all want to do it. Hummer, you've had yours. You've had your first yeah. dose, Nate. I've had both doses. Um, so we're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. I have no issue with that. But I've just noticed every day, and this is not a political statement, it's just something that's doing my head in. Well, just noticed every Dan, eh? No, well, Dan, oh. he's just a little, he's doing my head in a little bit because he's every. He's doing a lot of people's heads in. Every day he's talking about getting the, vac getting the vaccines down from the federal government, which hasn't been great, obviously. They haven't had enough yeah, supply. Even by Poland. 
And I agree with him there. The supply hasn't been the there. The federal government let him down. Yeah, yeah, they did. They let Australia down there. But Dan each day is pointing out that he can't get the vaccines. I don't have enough vaccines. I can't get enough vaccines. They're not Dan's vaccines, okay? <laughs> They're not in his garage, are <laughs> they? They're not Dan's vaccines. They are Victoria's vaccines. Yes, they are the, under the stairs. <laughs> they are the people of Victoria's vaccines, yeah. okay? So... Dan, stop saying they're your vaccines because it's doing my head in. No, fair enough, right? No, that is fair enough. They're, they're your vaccines, they're my vaccines, they're not Dan's vaccines. Yep. No, I agree. Completely fair enough. Agree. Hey, let's see who has made an uffy jar. As Brandy turns over these run sheet for the first time this year and understands that we do write down what's coming. He's actually looked at it. Hey, normally we have two, three, sometimes four entries to well, the Nuffy Jar we this do. week, but this week well, hum, there's this only is, one. This is a familiar territory for you and me. Not so much Nathan because he Nathan doesn't act like a complete footy Nuffy like we do. Like yeah. you had a meltdown a couple of weeks ago when Clarko got the Yeah, food, I did. I did. You? I had a meltdown. I've had quite a few meltdowns when the something doesn't go the Tigers' way. You know, Mickey Wall, who used to work at Sportsbet, he yeah. had a cry, had a cry and did a little vigil for uh, for Alistair Clarkson, yeah. hoping he'd come back. Yeah. That's that's how important some yeah. people... Well, that's what happens when you sack the greatest coach and of all as time. As we know, our mate Paddy, our friend here at Sportsbet, he's a mad Melbourne... He Remember a few years ago in Melbourne, missed the finals by percentage. He had a meltdown. Yeah, he cried. Well, you no know one. People are sorry. Before yeah. we just to go back to Michael Wall. You know, how people are at the moment with the kids putting their backpacks out the front of their house to yeah. show that you know we want to, go, to, to go back to school. Are they? Yeah, Wally actually went out to the front of his house and hung a Hawthorne jumper in honour of Alistair <laughs> Clarkson. No, that's no no word of a lie. So, so what you're saying is <laughs> Wally's a strange a, human. Wally's a massive nuffy. Yeah. Right? Oh, big top. But no one, and I love we love Roko because he's entertaining on Twitter. Oh, you're not going to go Roko. No, well, Roko just had a complete. Meltdown the other night, and it all revolved around Cody Waitman getting those four goals and free kicks because Roko's an Essendon supporter. <laughs> let's get me so for those listening, out. we're going to read these out because there is quite a few, and we will premise it at the end. All was well. He apologised oh, yeah. and whatnot, but we just need to. Just it was dive entertaining. Into it. It, was it was entertaining, entertaining to watch. On I can't actually see Roko because he's blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know why either. I can't. I can't ever right. remember. So Matt, him. let's go through them. Yeah. Because I can't see him from here. <laughs> well, so so basically, he just said that you know he could. He, he suggested that the dogs were being kept in the game by the umpires early. Cody Waitman four free kicks drops the f bomb a lot, well, right? Doesn't he? he? People started responding. So someone says, "Stay classy, champ. You're a disgrace." And he says, "F off." Then uh, Josh <laughs> Goats, pretty sure you did earlier, like a lot of other Essendon supporters. Dogs too good in the end, and yet the fans fans blame the umps. Maybe, just maybe Essendon a shit. So there's a lot of FROs there. There's a lot of F words. There's a few get stuffs in there. He's basically responding to every Bulldog supporter that says anything to the, him. The best is some Tom And Fang. we always thought that he did this when he'd been drinking, but we've no, been uh, no, informed drink. that doesn't drink. No, he's Roko, just, so he just gets up and about and he an, gets riled at all this sort of stuff. You're a hawk snuffy. I'm a Tigers nuffy. Roko's an Essendon nuffy. So anyway, he had a good sleep on it, Roko, and he got up in the morning and had a look at his tweets. And to his credit, yeah, he did. He actually had an apology on Twitter the next day. He said, "I looked over my tweets from last night. Yep, sure, I lost my shit. <laughs> I was pissed off about being taken out of context. No excuses. No, it was over the top. Particularly, particularly to Blackwell Kyle. Sorry, mate. The reply was a shocker. Apologies all." 
except the pure trolls, <laughs> they can still FRO. <laughs> I would love to know what that reply was because you, uh, you can't find, find it. it. It's gone. Whatever so, he that. So at least he's got up and apologised. Have you ever I got up in the morning good. and been regretful of anything you've done on Many Twitter? Me- oh, yeah, 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 I have definitely. Yeah, especially have, after, uh, more so in lockdown because you sit there and because at the time, was it the shot you did of Hugh Jackman? Were you? Yeah, I regretted that. If one. you've had a couple of reds at the time, you think this is a pretty good a, idea. If you think this is a good idea, no, and then you wake up in the morning going. When I did the Hugh Jackman one, I even I even asked my wife if I should do it, and she said no. And I still. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Ronda Rousey one? No, that was more to promote a Channel Seven okay. work thing. That one. <laughs> All right, Richard Brownie, the, Hammer the of the Award of the week pot next. Plant you were trying to grow. Well done, I'm just talking straight through the break, Brownie. No worries. Uh, okay, we know how this works. The worst go to the Hummers, the best go to the Richos. You're three, two, one. If we have a look at the leaderboard for the best, the Bont on 15. That is an unassailable lead. You'd think Jeremy Cameron, eight. The AFL on seven. Christian Petraka on seven. And Darcy Parrish on seven. While for the worst, West Coast 26 and Kilda 21. Carlton 19. Collingwood 16. Fremantle 11. Richo, your best. Uh, my best. I gave one. Now, it wasn't. It wasn't the best game he's ever played, but I thought he was influential when he kept his team in it at a time in the game. Jesse Hogan took six contested marks. They weren't easy conditions either down most there in Most of his career. Yeah, most of his career. I just love seeing him play well. The Giants needed a forward to stand up. Two to Libba. He was the man that got the dogs going, the barometer. Um, and when he plays well in the middle of the ground, they don't lose. He was unreal. 35 touches. And I heard Gary Lyons say that in his time as a player and following Melbourne, he's never seen a, pl- a player be so consistently brilliant as Clayton Oliver. And I've got to agree. Does he have a bad game? He was unbelievable no, the other year. night. He was unbelievable. I think he – does he win your Brownlow? We're going to find out next week, actually. Yeah. Uh, Clayton Oliver got my three. I gave one vote to Cody Waitman. Whether he got four goals from free kicks, he put himself Absolutely. in the right position. But more important to that, when you get your opportunities – if it's a free kick, whether you take a mark, whether on the run, he took his chances mm. and four set shots, nailed he nailed them, them. And when they were questioned in the first half and the Bombers were going okay, Cody Waitman's goals were keeping the Bulldogs in the game and then four goals as a young player. I thought that was brilliant. Two votes to Ken Hinckley. I thought he got completely outcoached last time against Geelong. So he had a decision to make. They had 12 goals kicked on them uh, last time by the three, Hawkins, Rowan yeah. and Jeremy Cameron. What do we do with Aaliyah? Because he's been so good. Do we send Aaliyah to Jeremy Cameron again? They had five kicked on him last time. Or do we roll the dice and just rotate some players and allow Aaliyah to play the role that he's best at? So it's a, it's a, it's a risk. It could be a risk. Jeremy Cameron could come out and kick five or six on that next person. Gary Rowan could come out and kick five or six, but they didn't because Aaliyah didn't allow it to happen. So they had to take courage to do that. So great coaching by Ken Hinckley and three votes to Clayton Oliver. Yeah, had to get him, didn't he, Clayton? Okay, I'll give one, and this is a collective, to the Lions Tools, right? Anyone over, say, about 194, 195 centimetres? Yep. What's, what, what do you got to do, Nathan? Compete and bring the ball to ground. Well, if you don't do that, you've got to take a few contested marks oh, as well. That too. Don't you? Right? Mm. But you do. You've got to get it to ground. They had one contested mark in almost four quarters of football, the Brisbane Lions. You can, how can you win a game of footy when you've got to go long down the line in a final? The Lions tall. So that's Joe Danaher. That's Big yeah. O, Big Oscar McInerney. That's uh, Harris Andrews down back. You've got to mark the footy. Poor old McStay was out in six minutes, though. Yeah, no, that didn't help mm. things. Two to Lockie Henderson. Didn't have his best night. Uh, against Port Adelaide. The Port Tools were pretty good. And you've got to give Toby Green three votes there. 
because it, yep. we can't accept it. I, I know we tried to just look help at your him sheet, out. Matt. And yeah. originally you had Henderson three, Toby Green two, but you've changed. I just it. thought you of starting to get upset with Toby. No, I just thought a lot of people tried to back him in, and he, you know, he let himself down. Yeah. Okay. I think people tried to back him in before we saw this. Let's get this clear. You tried to back him. People in. tried to back him in before we saw. The second set of what footage. What in seven put that footage oh, I know. straight away? <laughs> Clearly you can see that he bumped into him from no, the start. But then, no, but the couldn't. footage that I did, the slow motion, it looked like he didn't break. Brenton because Speed as I said, you saw that up. hip and shoulder move. It's Brenton Speed's fault. He slowed it down and put it up on I'm going to give one vote to goal kicking. Now, this what, is what, such an under- Goal kicking. Goal kicking. Just <laughs> goal kicking in general. I don't want to single out players because there's been a lot of um, stuff on Twitter recently about players who have missed goals, right, um, particularly from the Sydney final. Now, Sydney cost themselves by not being able to convert what in front of goals. Two goals, seven in the last quarter. From 16 entries. St Kilda don't play finals this year because they couldn't get Free their eight. goal scoring yep. right. Geelong kicked three behinds to start the game the other night. If they're three goals and they're three goals up on Port Adelaide, does it change the game? It may. It might. But Port Adelaide were clearly the better side on the night. But who knows? If those first three had gone through set shots, the game could be different. Goal kicking is so under-resourced. Now, you can't tell me that a fitness coach would go out to Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo at Cristiano Ronaldo and tell them that they've got to go in. Can we just get those names again, please? Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's a good point you make, though. Go in because you've done so much load. Don't concentrate on your goal kicking. So this is what AFL fitness coaches are doing. Ah. They're being sent in. There's not enough emphasis. They still do that, do they? I think they do. Um, They did when we played towards the end. It wasn't at the start of our careers. You could have as many shots as you want. But the load on AFL players, and I just don't think there's enough emphasis on goal kicking, so that's why I'll put goal kicking in You should put your hand up to be a goal kicking coach. Two votes to Lockie Henderson. For the same reasons you, you did. He yeah. dropped everything that he went near and three votes to Toby Green. We've Ooh. been pretty similar, haven't we, with our votes? Yeah. So Is it Christian Ronaldo or Cristiano? Cristiano. Yeah, that's Cristiano what I said. Yeah. yeah. Christian I Ronaldo. Said Messi. <laughs> I said Christian <laughs> first. Yes, I did. <laughs> so I don't think that changes anything. In fact, I'm pretty no, sure West Coast have got Bob the other side lead. So we will appoint them next week because it's our it's, yeah, next week's our last show. No, well, we've got the week off before the granny, though. Oh, yeah, we do too. Yeah. And we'll come back in, but we won't have yeah. a show after the grand final. Yeah. To finish things up, as always, homotheticals. We've been talking about a lot about money on this show, crypto and these NFT things, whatever they're called. So this is a this is all themed around a billion dollars. Okay, right. these next three homotheticals. Because I, I I just want to find out what you would do for because a billion dollars brownie mm. that's that's next level. That's rich. a lot. That of money. is yeah. just serious. How many cash. billionaires in Australia now? Oh, I'd be what guessing maybe a hundred. Hundred? No, no way. What? There wouldn't be any more than a dozen. Siri, how many billionaires in Australia? Fifteen. We're hearing. I'm saying a hundred. Twiggy, Forrest, Gina Reinhardt. Australia had 37 billionaires in 2019. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, it's 2019. It's 2021. It's probably another 70. All right. Here we go. I'll give you a billion dollars. One billion dollars. But if moonlight touches your skin, you die. Moonlight? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think it's pretty easy just to make sure you lock yourself in at night, isn't it? We're used yeah. to being locked down. I'm taking that. Yeah, I'll have a go at that. Like, you get it wrong. I don't have enough money to invent something that deflects the moon's rays from me. 
Yeah, I guess like you you can cover your entire body, so you can just walk around with like a a, a suit, I guess. And, yeah. No, I'm that doing much that. money, oh, you could invent anything. I'm doing that. No, but you can't invent anything that stops you from dying. No, you didn't. You didn't preface that. No, well, no, you can't change it. Why? Well, I, I forgot no. to read that part out. But if you've got the money, you can do that. No, I'm, but I'm saying there is. This condition cannot be treated with anything. Like if moonlight touches you, you, you die. Well, I'm just going to set up my house so that I'm inside by. Yeah. Certain time, and I just don't go out at night. Yeah, okay. I, I was expecting you. And guys. I'll have a pretty good house where I'll be have a lot of entertainment in that yeah. house where I won't need to go out. Won't at be night. having any skylights though. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another one. I'm going to give you a billion dollars now. You know when you go to websites and you get pop up ads, yeah. and you know some naughty websites yeah. pop up ads come up and stuff. I'm going to give you a billion dollars, but in your field of vision. So, like as you're walking around. Pop-up ads come up all day, every day. So they come up in your field of vision. You know, it can be for, to enlarge your, 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 your Jackson Crackers. It can be for finance. It can be real estate ads. It can be anything. Yeah, no, those ads mean. will pop up all day. Are you taking the building? What are you looking, looking up? up? What, are you, what are you looking up to be getting these sort of things popping well, up? Well, I'm just sometimes these, these ads pop up from time to time. You're going down some rabbit holes, I think. <laughs> yeah, Hummer at night. Uh, I would, I'd do that. Yeah, I can put up with that. Would you? Yeah. It's pre- that covers your whole – it takes your whole life. What, just the flicking Over. in front of your eyes as you walk? Yeah, like as, you, as you're walking around. Look at that to do your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it would actually. And you can't invent it. There's no pop-up There's no filter. or anything. You can't, you can't invent anything to, oh. to stop it. Yeah, no, that would be just – you wouldn't be able to hold a conversation. You wouldn't – no, I don't Unless think I'd do you know, They just come up in the bottom of the screen, so like at eye level down there. Yeah, somewhere in your field of vision. Oh, it could be anywhere. It's, how, how big it's never, are they? It's never going to be directly in front so you'd crash I, a car. I think by after a little while you just wouldn't even notice them though. Yeah, because you have you so seen like on your computer, they're down in the bottom left-hand corner or something. Not always. They'd pop up anywhere. Especially on your phone. Would you do it? No. You wouldn't do it? No. No, jeez, you wouldn't be able to talk to you. Yeah, know, I reckon you, you would get – have you seen A Beautiful Mind where he's a yeah. schizophrenic and then but at the end he knows the voices are there but he ignores it? Maybe I might get like that. I'm taking it for that one. Okay, last one. A man comes to you with a briefcase with a billion dollars in it. You refuse the money or take the money. I don't know why I read that part out. Okay, now you, do you want know what? Tit, tit, is, what's that ringing in the ear? Tinnitus? Tinnitus. Hmm. It's tinnitus in your ear, but instead of the ringing, it's who let the dogs out. You know, the song. So it's not so loud. It's it's just not so you can hear it, but it, you can still talk and whatnot, but it's just always nah. there. I, that that would get me. I, I could handle the pop-ups. I couldn't handle a voice in my head all day long who, who let the dogs the out. <laughs> I'm going to be singing that all day now, by the way, too. Yeah, I can't do that. That would get you, wouldn't it? You'd end up writing lyrics like Kurt did. And <laughs> yeah, all right, that's going to do us for the penultimate show for 2021. Good luck on the punt. But the most important thing, well, gamble responsibly, but the most important thing you can do if you're anywhere in Australia it's is not the, go. We've got, remember I just said we've got the week off. There's going to be a couple more shows. So oh. It's not the next week. We'll, oh, okay. We so we've got three more shows. Grand to go. Right, so, so we've got four got more four shows, shows to go. To go. But regardless of that, go and book your vaccine. I heard yes. a rumor that 400,000 more Pfizer's have just landed in Victoria. Go and get them. Go and get them wherever you can. Actually, so we I'm, get out I'm of this going mess. to the MCG today to do oh. a, a little uh, ad with Kevin Bartlett to encourage vaccination oh. so that we can all be at the G Boxing Day. Cricket. Wait, that doesn't just it's get just, you up. Uh, Is it pay? No, it's, it's not. It's a pay. Oh, oh, rubbish. Not. No, rubbish. Not. All right, good luck. Gamble responsibly.